This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, what do you say? Midweek, we do a podcast for you as we talk everything Boomer and Geo. Probably not, but something along those lines. What's up, Al Dukes? Uh, Jer- uh, Eddie and I were just having a laugh. We were I was telling him that the computer I'm using is like slowing down, and uh, it screwed up uh, the beginning of the the warm-up show where you couldn't hear my music. Yeah. I did, I did an update on the computer, pro, you know, one of those updates they send you. Yeah. And for some reason in the update, they... They uh, took my audio and panned it all the way to the left, so you only heard what was coming out of a left speaker. Oh, okay. But anyway, I was saying, Eddie, I go, my, this computer is so slow now. And he said, well, that's weird. They did an update on it. I said, yeah. I said, but I think it's, a, you know, it's an Apple product. It's a Mac. And I said, they're probably doing these updates. So they, they toss this computer. So I have to you know, get a new computer. And I said, you know what? I remember I got this computer with the gift cards that Craig gave us when you did the I love Russell Westbrook. Give me money. Give me money. Cash, cash, over cash. Over here. Over here. Over yeah. here. Over here. And uh, that was March 28th, 2017. So the computer really, old. it's not old, but I was, I was, I was saying, Eddie, this Mac that I got was already been on the market a few years. Hmm. Uh, and they hadn't updated it. It was like the Mac mini. They had not updated it in a number of years. So it was kind of older when I bought it. Wow. Like older technology. They yeah. have a new one out now. I might have to. I'd have to hit up Craig, see if he's got another gift card laying around. <laughs> if you can find an extra one, let me have it, yeah, too. Because the laptop I'm using <laughs> yeah. is from 2012. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's, and still works. That's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. a Hewlett Packard, and that's what I use for my video now for TV. Yeah. It's yeah, amazing. The, the, the thing that's slowing down on me is uh, using Spotify during the program. The ah. search function takes forever. So if I have something already in a playlist, I have right. no problem. But searching, it just it just locks up. No, I so. hear you. It is amazing, though, because when I bought – so the computer I bought cash. in 2012 replaced a computer I believe I bought in 2004. Yeah. Uh, I got it right before I started – it was probably 2005 because it was right before I started Columbia. And I remember in 2012 – I remember just telling my partner, his computer's slow. He's like, well, you know, you really shouldn't have a laptop for more than four or five years. Right. I'm like, oh, well, let me go get another one. And this one I've had for nine. <laughs> and the only thing that doesn't work on it, the battery's completely dead. So without yeah. the cord, it doesn't work. Right. But with the cord, Al, when I tell you it is a great computer, it really is amazing to me, actually. Right. You got a cord. You're golden, Jerry. I'm fine. I'm golden. fine. Yeah. And then I bought a little Chrome, a Chromebook, too, that mm. doesn't need the command. It has like, God, like 36-hour uh, battery life. Nice. So if I need something, I just bring that with me. All right. It all works. Good. Jerry, I have a, a product recommendation. And I believe, well, uh, I made this purchase based on Boomer. But, you know, Boomer is an Under Armour guy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he loves Under Armour. He's an Under Armour guy. So sometimes if Boomer recommends a product that I know he's that type of guy, I'm not 100% with it because I don't know. Maybe he's just saying nice things about Under Armour. Sure. Because he he has his Under Armour friend. Right. So he was talking about the Under Armour face masks for coronavirus. Yeah, which I thought we were getting. Which I thought we were getting as well. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy one because I've been unhappy with every mask I get. Some of them I can't breathe in. Some don't feel like they're doing anything. I was very excited to wear my Under Armour mask. 
It's very good. It's very breathable. Right. I found it to be very breathable. It doesn't make me overheat. Good. So I was very happy with it. A little pricey. How much? I think they were like over, uh, I think it was like $20 well, or you something. You know what? If you're wearing it every day, though. Yeah, that's how I looked at it. And I was getting so annoyed by some of the other masks I was wearing. See, I have this copper fit gator scarf Oh, yeah, thing. you were saying that's a good one. It's too. awesome. Yeah. Like, I have no no issue. I have no desire to buy another one. I do want to try the Under Armour one just because Boomer has talked about it. Yeah. But, I mean, if I get it, that's great, but I don't feel like I need it anymore. Like, I run around with the kids outside, mm-hmm. totally breathable, and it was 14 bucks. Nice. Not terrible. That's what I'm talking about, Jerry Reco. That's right. Let me give you, oh, something else interesting that Ford is doing. Giving which, us uh, trucks painted as our favorite football teams. Ford, another uh, big Boomer uh Boomer's a big Ford guy, but check out what they're doing there. You know, they've been designing um, face masks and thing as well for the pandemic. Like when, when the pandemic really first hit Ford turned their factories over, they were, they were pumping out like all sorts of machines to help people breathe and that sort of thing. But they actually have created Ford did this a clear N95 mask. You could see through it. No kidding. For the hearing impaired so that they're able to read lips and see facial expressions. Wow. How about that? That's really something. that's the thing we don't think about. No, we don't. You're right. You have your mask on. No, and I notice this like when I'm in a store or something and someone, uh, you know, like I almost, I almost bump into somebody in the supermarket and I and I smile like, oh, my bad, or smile. Sure. Like, oh, all good. No one sees it anymore. That you is don't very see true. the smile. You don't see the facial expression. And part of me likes that, actually, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, part of me likes it sometimes. But other times when you want to convey... Um, a message that way. Yeah. You can't do it. Like you you want to give someone a dirty look. Yes. It's and only eyes. Had, and if you had someone in your family that was hearing impaired, that y- you can't communicate with them if you have a regular mask on. So a clear mask lets them be able to read your lips yeah. and see your facial expressions. That's, you know what? I think that's really cool. So are those going to be for sale or is that just something so. yeah. they're handing out? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm actually surprised I haven't seen more of this sort of thing. Yeah. Like, You're but right. This should have been addressed really early on. You would have thought so. You Plus, you and I so. could have maybe got in on this and made some cash. It is interesting, though, like how stores stock their shelves. Like walking through Target the other day, like I did. Like yeah. there's a whole section of masks now. Yeah. Like six months, not six months ago, a year ago, and that's a year ago because at this time last year, no one was thinking masks, really. Right. They, we really we did weren't. not have masks. There was no space on the shelves in a crowded Target store. For a new product like this. Yeah. And boy, they find that space quick, don't they? All right, what's not performing? Get it out. We got masks (laughs) coming in. It's funny because when you watch Shark Tank, as we do, they they don't want any products to be in retail because of the how tough it is to get shelf space. Yeah. And then what how your margins have to be cut if you're gonna get in a store like Target or Home Depot, that sort of thing. Sure. So, like, they love these companies that come in. They already have a little bit of a following just online. Well, I do think, too, watching that show, it also depends on what store you're talking about because and the relationship the quote-unquote shark has with that store. Because there are some, I forget which one it is, that's got the relationship with Home Depot. And they're like, we can get you in. We can move 2 million products easy first year. Like, oh, Well, I know, like... Like Lori has the deal with Bed Bath and Beyond. Yes, like yes, all her products get on. It's get basically there. Bed Bath and Lori. And then they even put a section in Bed Bath and Beyond called like the Shark Tank section or the yeah. Lori Shark Tank section. Absolutely, it's so, so right, popular. It's cool, and then they can change products in and out, but keep the same section. And it's a great working relationship between both. Yeah, for her, it pushes product. For them, it's notoriety and publicity from the show. And it's right. just and oh by the way, the person that developed this new product. Is doing well. Correct. Really a win-win-win. I call it a triple win, Jerry. A triple win. By the way, the uh, CBS Sports Network people are at Tampa right now. I oh, feel really yeah. feel like we should be there. I do too now. I'm, now I'm watching Brent Stover and two other guys. I don't know who they are. Brent Stover. They're just in front of the water. Oh, it looks so mm. nice there. I know. I God. see um, um, who's our friend, uh, Diana Rossini. Oh. Yeah, I see her Instagrams, and she's just by Palm Beaches reporting. I'm like, well, why? Why aren't we by Palm Beaches reporting, Jerry? I'm telling you, man, doing the warm up show and the post game podcast by underneath the palm tree. You know what we should be doing right now. Remember that? Where were we in California? Where we recorded it in the hotel lobby? Yeah, that was actually fun. We recorded the podcast before we did the show. <laughs> yeah, we would just hang out casually and record the podcast. Yeah, that was by the way six years ago. That Super Bowl. Oh, seems strange. He sure does. 
Gary, the sandwich shop Subway, yes. national sandwich chain, uh, is defending their tuna, saying they it is 100% real tuna. But what after, else would it have been? Well, a lawsuit claimed that they were not using 100% real tuna. Mm, okay. But Subway's defending, saying we are using our real tuna. But it did get me thinking, where are we getting all this tuna from? I have no idea. Because you go in the store. That's the other weird thing. So my dog likes tuna fish. I, I, I like sprinkle it in her my food sometimes. My cats like tuna fish as well. Yeah, your cats love tuna fish. People love tuna fish, Jerry. Yeah, so do I. It's a Subway, a national chains. Tuna. You go to the supermarket, there's a thousand different cans of yes. tuna. Yes, Where Not to mention hell? all the fresh tuna at the restaurants. Yes, fresh tuna, sushi tuna. Which is different tuna. Because the tuna, tuna you get at the restaurant is red. Yeah, I the don't understand. Tuna in the that. can's white. Yeah, and they also have like salmon in a can, which is yeah, doesn't look amazing. Orange. <laughs> salmon in a can. Good lord! I know, Ugh. disgusting. You think salmon in a can? <laughs> Meat in a can. <laughs> Meat in a can. Yeah, I. You know, there's a lot of ocean out there, Al, and a lot of people fishing and scooping and dropping also, those nets. I also feel like tuna. Are gigantic fish, right? I don't. Is, I don't have no idea. I, I believe tuna are really huge fish. All right. So how many tuna do you put in a can? I don't know because like a can of tuna is cheap. It's not like it's expensive. But no, it's su- not. You, right. You go to a restaurant, it's expensive. Yeah, because it's different tuna. tuna. Yeah, they say sushi grade tuna. So if tuna you could eat raw Ugh. is even different. I know. I can't. I tried it. I can't. I love it. It's disgusting. Sushi tuna. My favorite is when it's seared, like just really quickly, like. Tss, in the pan. But then raw? You don't worry about bacteria? I don't know why I don't know. I should. That's I'm my biggest as, issue. I'm not as keen on um, raw salmon in a uh, restaurant, like a sushi place, because I feel like salmon, I'm used to having grilled. and Yeah, it just seems nasty. Yeah. What about, all right, let me ask you this. What about your meat? You like that rare? I like it medium. All right, so it's still bleeding a little bit. It's still a little red inside. And I like that burnt to a crisp. Yeah, I, love I don't that. mind that either. I like it all different ways. Let's put throw some salt on that bad boy. Oh, it's so good. But Jerry, the chefs don't like you to. The order chefs it. can eat a penis. All right, if I am paying for the meal, yes. cook it the way I'm asking you. Right, right or wrong. Yep. That, or I hate when people do that. Well, you're going to insult the chef. Well, tell him to go away. Then go find another <laughs> restaurant. I'm the customer. What happened to the customer's always right? <laughs> Just make me my damn steak. Well done. Let me throw some salt on it and enjoy my experience. Jeez, I, I do do that move when when I when like when I order tuna, and it's going to be like like seared tuna or cooked tuna. I do like it rare, and I know that's how the chefs like to cook it. So I like to act like I on the chef side. So I'll always go. I'll always go. However, the chef. No, oh, Jesus. However, the chef. God, prefers. one day I hope they cook it well done for you. So that's why, I like, I, I picture them going back there and go, and the chef like being annoyed, like, "What does this guy want?" He said, "What? However, the chef prepares." It. You're just you're just ensuring like, they don't spit in your food, right? He's like, <laughs> Did, "Like that." The chef's probably like, "We have a sophisticated diner out there. This guy knows how to get take his tuna, how to." T- or like when they go uh, like the the steak places, like you'll order well done, and they'll go like in disgust and be like, "Well, we're gonna have to butterfly it then." Great. Yeah. Great, then it looks like I have two pieces. Yes, and it, you know what I know? I know it's cooked. Right. As opposed to it being raw and worms coming out of it. You know we're going to have to butterfly that, oh, don't you? I'm telling you, man. I, I hope you're okay with that because that's the only way to get it well done. Like, that's another pet peeve. Like when, Because like Patrick Mahomes has the commercial where he's putting the ketchup on the steak. Yeah. And people that will criticize that. Delicious. If that's how he likes it, right. shut up. Let him have his steak with ketchup. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not criticizing you eating your raw piece of meat that I'd rather throw to a dog to go fetch. Mm-hmm. I leave you alone. Leave him alone. Right. Wrong? Or no, right? if he wants ketchup, I don't mind ketchup. No. Ketchup I don't want makes ketchup everything ketchup on better. Anything. Yeah, I agree. I could dip chicken in ketchup, yes. nuggets, uh, egg whites. I think people, I actually think people say it's disgusting because they want to act all sophisticated. Right. And meanwhile. Eat it. Meanwhile, they've got a big thing of Heinz in their food. Right. They, they go home, they're squirting ketchup on, never mind. Their cereal. <laughs> well, now that's kind of gross. No. <laughs> I don't think that would work. I guess it could. but Terry, here's a story that has post-game podcasts written all over it. The world's smallest reptile has been discovered. What? Oh, okay. Is it like a lizard? It's, it looks like a lizard. Uh, it is only the size of your fingertip. 
It's a fingertip. It, yeah, fingertip. So the, the 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 tiny lizard can fit on your fingertip. You can see it with the naked eye. It's not like a microscopic thing. You're kidding. But the interesting thing the scientists have discovered is that the reptile, this world's smallest reptile, has genitals that are so large they're twenty percent of the overall body. Oh come on. Yeah, and I saw uh, I saw this. Then again, if you keep losing weight, that's what you're gonna look like. <laughs> All genitals. <laughs> hey, look at the two balls and legs coming at us. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like on this um, reptile. This come lizard, on, really? Yeah, his uh, his his uh, the reptile penis is. 20% the size of the reptile. And they say that's very rare in uh, animal kingdom so if you also, or reptiles. So if you put a penis mm-hmm. that was 20% of a human body, yeah. that would go down to the ankle, would it not? Probably, yeah. <laughs> well, it would be unit. very close. Yeah, the ankle, you're right. Not Good to the floor, Lord. but to the ankle, yeah. My that's God. why we don't have that here. But why does, the poor, why does the poor reptile have it? I don't know. They haven't uh, figured that part out yet. <laughs> they're just now studying it. Oh, now they're stu- Who pays for that study? How was work today, hon? It was fine. I studied the balls of a small little reptile. Yeah, what did like, you what find out? What kind of job is that? Well, I'm working currently with a reptile that's so small it could fit on the tip of your finger, but it has a penis 20% of its size. But all kidding aside, what is the benefit of studying that? What do we learn? Uh, I don't know. And how do you I get that job? I guess because we feel like we've learned so much about everything. As soon as something new is discovered, we have to study it. Uh, who's paying for it? Science, Jerry. Your taxes. Your we, tax dollars at work. Our tax do- We have homeless people all over every major city in this country sleeping in, in bank chambers. Yeah. And instead, we're going to do study about m- minute little reptiles with large penises. Correct. I mean, think about how stupid that sounds. Are it you sounds kidding me? silly. Good Lord, man. When you get stuck in traffic for, like, construction, do you like to see the sign that says your tax dollars at work, or does it piss you no, off? No, it annoys the hell me out of too. me. Me too. So, like, not only am I paying for this. Yes. That, <laughs> I'm now sitting in traffic. That, so this is what I've always thought. It's one thing if you're going to do construction overnight, you're not expected to be on the roads. Right. You're really not. Most normal people should not be on the roads between... Midnight and 5 a.m., is that fair? That's very fair. Okay, we work odd hours, therefore we drive weird times. I expect construction. I do. I hate it, but I expect it. If I'm paying the New Jersey damn turnpike $8 to go from the Lincoln Tunnel to exit or exchange 11 at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and they shut down two out of three lanes and it, I don't know, adds 25 minutes to my ride, that ride should be free. So you don't want to see a sign that says your tax dollars at work? No, because I'm paying on top of that. Oh, right. You've already paid. At least make my ride free for the inconvenience. Otherwise, I'll drive for free and be inconvenienced. Yeah, I bet people wouldn't mind that as much. Of course not. If they were like, go through the easy pass, but we're not charging you. It's too much construction today. That would be like, oh, you know what? All right, fine. They're doing something with the money. Today's a free ride. It was a major inconvenience. Appreciate it. Right. I, that drives me nuts. I agree, Jerry. And as these prices go up for the turn, and here's another one. I'm having a battle now with Easy Pass. So the off-peak Verrazano bridge rate, oh yeah, is six dollars and thirty cents each way now. Right. The regular time is nine fifty because the bridge is nineteen dollars. Wow. So it's nine fifty each way for peak times. I drive in at three thirty in the morning. I've been. I just looked at my Easy Pass bill today for the first time in about six months. Yeah. For the last three months, I've been charged nine fifty each way. They think your peak time. It's three thirty a.m. They're like, yeah, that's peak time now, Jerry. We uh, Eddie, you got to check your Easy Pass bill when you go through Staten Island. I'm getting charged peak time for the Verrazano Bridge nine fifty, not six dollars and thirty cents or whatever the hell it is. Peak time, so baby. I put peak it, time. I put an inquiry in, and I get oh, the email back. We will make sure we respond to you within 72 hours. Mm. But you just looked at it. Respond yeah. now and fix my respond. bill. You would think that'd be all computerized. No kidding. So that bothers me because now you go sure. back three, four months. If I've been overcharged $3 every trip, five days a week, 15 bucks a week, 60 bucks a month yeah, times six gotta, months, they owe me $360. Yeah, they got to give you a credit at least. It's not right. So. It's your tax dollars at work, though, Jerry. Shut so we'll up, get Al. It that way. <laughs> Things are happening. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show because I have to really pee. I have to feed my dog, and I have to walk her. Life. Uh, we will see Al's you tomorrow. Life.
on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll come home, eat lunch, and do nothing the rest of the day. <laughs> so... What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, what do you say we do this? Three minutes after 5 o'clock, Wednesday morning, midweek. I am back in New York City along with the Eddie Scazzeri and down the Jersey Shore, an old man by the sea with his dog. His name is Albert Jackson Dukes. What's up, Al? Good morning, Jerry. I'm, I'm off of a fresh shave of my face. I've had some facial hair going for most of the winter, but today it uh, it annoyed me, and I shaved it. And i got to tell you, I've said this before, it's a new beginning. When you shave your head or shave your face... And I think that's why people do it before they head into work. It's like you're you're refreshed, you're clean, you're it's a new day or something, something. Yeah, that, awesome, dude. Yeah, love it, love good, it, love it, love it. Now I have to shave my head because now I look ridiculous. Because when you have zero facial hair and terrible hair, you've got to be bald. You yes. got to go full Rob Sala on this one, Jerry. Go bald. I see that the Angels have suspended uh, Mickey Calloway. A lot of people were wondering why he wasn't fired yet. Well, there needs to be an investigation. Do I have that correct? Correct. That is absolutely correct. And I also believe I heard Evan saying something about California law also has uh, their own stipulations for being able to just fire somebody. Right. This is step one. This is step one. Step one, he gets suspended. I guess step two is... Probably be let go. Shown the door. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, if everything that we discussed yesterday is true Mm -hmm. and all those texts and emails are out there, I would say yes, he will be shown the door after the Angels do what they have to do. I wonder how long that has to take. Like, could he be shown the door by Friday? (sighs) Listen, I would think if you can get your hands on those emails or text messages, he could be fired today. (laughs) I mean, how much investigating do you have to do? You ever think of like what is going through his head now? Yeah, I do. I like, actually do. Yes. Yeah, like his whole he had an entire his whole baseball, life is ruined. Yeah, he had an entire baseball career where he was he got a taste of being manager. Yep. Then went back to an easier job. Back to doing only, what he was known for doing. Back to doing what he's known for doing, Jerry. Exactly, you nailed it. Uh, and he's like coasting. Got a wife, got some kids. Now it all. I'll tell you this, though, and this is something you've brought up many times when we do the podcast. When everything that went down with Jared Porter, how have the last few weeks for Mickey Calloway gone? Because in the back of his mind, he's known what he's done. Yeah, but I think a lot of these guys that do that, they don't connect it. Boy, I guess. I don't know how you can't. Like, if you've done something that's sketchy, and again, it's... (laughs) It's just, it's, it's mind-numbing to me that guys would do this. And, again, no response. Like, one time, still terrible. But after once and no response, you continue it. How do you not think about that? Like, I, like the balls on someone to think you're just going to get away with it with multiple people? Right. Man, you want to tell me it's one person and you felt like you had, you know, a go-between with them and there was some sort of a bond and, well, whatever we did, it's between us. I guess I can buy that. But when it's five different people and five different people shunned you and you know what you sent them, what you asked for, how could you not think about it? Now, uh, remember when we were doing the insanity workout? I do. Sponsor the show. I was feeling pretty good. And we had to send shirtless photos. I I think about that all the time, Al. I sent Gina a shirtless photo when I was like so impressed with myself. The one day I came (laughs) up, I had been doing some push-ups in uh, in my basement. Sure, sure. I was like, I, I actually took a shirtless selfie, yeah. which still exists somewhere in, in my Google Cloud. I'm sure it does. We I also had to say, did you ever send them to the company, though? I did. No, or, I did not send a shirtless photo to you the didn't. Insanity Company, no. Oh. I don't know how I got away with that, but I, I did not. Okay. I just remember coming up a- after I had been doing the workout for a while, 
and my chest was glistening because yeah. of the sweat. I was like, I'm gonna send this to Gina, see how she's feeling about this. I remember. I how did she how did she respond? She was, she was impressed. Yeah, she was impressed because I right when you do that's why when I watch Jersey Shore before they go out to the clubs they'll do push ups and curls. Yep. To get your swole on before you head out. Get that's your what I swole did. on. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you work out and then hours later you go out, your muscles are back to where they were. That's true. Non-existent. Very soft. Very soft and mush. I remember. I lo- I think I lost twenty. What did I lose? Twenty eight pounds or twenty? It was either really? twenty. Yeah. You absolutely. Damn. I Damn, lost twenty six or twenty eight pounds. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. In those sixty days or whatever, maybe it was ninety days. I, I think forget we did ninety days. We might have done. I think it was ninety. Now that you say it, I think it was maybe it was twenty six pounds. And I remember. Remember Kath, the uh, the sales girl. She mm-hmm. she's like, you know, Beach by. Would you mind sending the photo? I'm like, I guess. But I remember. I remember writing back. I'm like, listen. If this goes anywhere, though, we yeah. got a problem. I don't want to see this. Well, I was she before goes, no, Twitter. Fine. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, no, this was right when we. St- I think this is right when we got on Twitter. Oh, okay. actually, yeah. now Twitter hadn't exploded like it is now. Right, but it was there. But somewhere and she out was there, great. she said, "No there's problem." A, there's a shirtless photo of you. Yes, there is a shirtless photo of me, Jerry. And there was I'm in a- my jeans. I did the jeans shirtless photo. What do you think, you John Stamos? <laughs> like a John Stamos type. <laughs> Yeah, though, there's a before and after, though, of me that she had. Wow. Oh, you did the before and after. That's See, what, I did not do that. That's what Beachbody wanted, yes. Mm, and so body. there's the sloppy, disgusting <laughs> one. <laughs> and then there's the one that's not, like, great, but it's much better. Much better, yes. yeah. Yes. I mean, you can see a... You know where you see the difference more than anything is my face. If you uh, lost some fat oh, in your face. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, the face is so thinned out. And I, like I said, I remember sending it to her. I'm like, all right, I'll send this, but... So, yeah. So that right. one does exist somewhere. I was a guest uh, yesterday on the uh, Carton and Roberts show. They called me because um, I was making headlines in the New York Post and uh, Newsday from my debate with Maggie. It said, this was the headline in the Post, and this is what Craig couldn't get over, so he had to call me. WFAN stars debate. There you go. Craig wanted to know if I considered myself a WFAN star. Well, he knows you have a show now from 5 I to said 6, I, right? That's what I said. I got, I got us a promotion, Jerry. I promoted us in the afternoon drive. So all good over here. Awesome. Uh, I, I woke up to a quick update. I don't know if this is something or nothing, Jerry, uh, about the Deshaun Watson. And this is that there were rumors circulating in the Las Vegas press that uh, John Gruden is trying to shop Derek Carr to put together a package to make a run at Deshaun Watson. Well, I woke up to this. Bleacher Report says Uh the Texans' front office has told interested teams they will not be having any conversations about trading Deshaun Watson. (laughs) Really? Yeah, as in Bleacher Report this morning. They're going to have a disgruntled quarterback? It sounds like they might call his bluff. That's what it sounds like. Now, he can... Not play, and yeah. they can just find the hell out of him, and that'll be up to him. And he's still under contract. Yeah, and this is where you know we always talk about we don't like players forcing their way out. This is a team that gave him a boatload of money, huge signing bonus, and they might, I don't know, maybe they'll trade him next week, I don't know, but they very well might say, listen, you're, you're ours. Like we, we agreed to this big contract. Well, not the guys that are there now, but... You know, the, the team gave you a big deal. We expect you to play for us. And if you don't, that's fine. We'll find you. And if they are eventually going to trade him and go against that bleacher report you read, um, the longer this goes on, the more teams like the Raiders now, all of a sudden, now they want to get in the mix. Yeah, because he's a, he's a tremendous player. We know that. You know what's so funny about this, though? Did you see the... There was a graphic put out. I see if I can find it. I don't know if it was pro football. It might have been pro football focus. I'm not sure. And it was a chart of what Deshaun Watson would mean to your team in in terms of win total. Not what you'd think. Not great. No, and I and I know it's all based on calculus. It's not. It doesn't take the human element into it. It's basically just stats and numbers, and then you know, I guess personnel, whatever. And I don't know how much I believe it because I think if Deshaun Watson came to the Jets and the Jets added pieces around him. I think he's a big piece to that puzzle, and the Jets could go from winning two games to, say, like, nine. I mean, who knows, especially if they actually have players. But, like, looking at the chart, I'm going to see if I can find it during the break when we take in a few minutes. I want to say, like, the biggest impact he would have was, like, a a difference of 2.1 wins. Mm. 
Like, so you're going to give up the farm for 2.1 wins? Now, you can't right. take that seriously. Cause you, but I just thought that was interesting. That's, that's Statistically, that's what that shows. That's what the analytics people are saying, Jerry, right? Yeah, it, it's really, I don't know. And, and there's other people that will say, you know, as much as, and I think he's a great player too, but they will say, well, then why were the Texans so terrible last year? And it's a great point. It goes to show as important as the quarterback is, if you don't have the players around them and you don't have a defense, the quarterback's useless. Honestly. It's like what we said with the Giants and Saquon Barkley. You get a great running back, Barry Sanders, Walter right. Payton. But if the rest of the a... team stinks, yeah. what good is it? It really goes to show, and again, I know it's the most important position on the field, but you can have Joe Montana back there, and if you put him on the 2020 Jets, Joe Montana is going to go 4-12. and That's true. Does Tom Brady take the Jets to the Super Bowl this year? No. Of course not. It's really, it's very interesting. Like that how much have. you give up for this player. And 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 then you look at what the Lions did. I cannot believe what the Lions got for Matthew Stafford. I really can't. They said that uh, Sean McVay was, quote, infatuated with Matthew Stafford. And they knew that. Bargaining well, chip. You know what? And it's a very good business for them. I'm still amazed what they got for him, though. Because if you would have told me the Lions are going to trade Matthew Stafford and take Jared Goff out of the equation, forget the fact that they got a former number one overall draft pick and quarterback who I know has struggled but did go to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Let's take him out of the equation. Would they get two number ones and a number three for him and a third round pick? I think so, yes. I got to be honest. If you would tell me that Matthew Stafford was worth a second rounder and a fourth rounder, I would have been like, okay, two number ones and a three and Jared Goff? Two? Give me a break. I mean, what Matthew Stafford's a nice quarterback, but good Lord, what does he want? And we like him, Jerry. We do like him, yeah, absolutely. So what's Deshaun Watson worth then? A whole roster? A billion dollars. A billion dollars, yeah. I, uh, Boomer sent something yesterday to uh, Gio and I uh, via the text message, a, a uh, the 2003 quarterback challenge. Uh, Boomer was hosting it and then also participated because they had some of the old school guys like a Jim Kelly, Boomer Esaias. And this. But Tom Brady is in it in 2003. He's 25 years old. He's competing against guys who finished the, their coaching careers already. Yeah. Well, think I would love to, I would love to know this: How many players have started and finished their careers within the span of Brady's first snap as a starter, not as just being drafted? Yeah, as the starting quarterback after Bledsoe got hurt to now. That's so going to be in the thousands, doesn't it? Yeah. the The weirdest one to me that st- uh, stuck out was in the, this 2003 quarterback challenge. Tom Brady goes, then Mark Brunel goes, and and Boomer or one of the whoever was uh, hosting with Boomer goes. Uh, Mark Brunell, uh, Jaguars quarterback. Uh, oh, but they just drafted uh, who's uh, Byron Leftwich. You got to look out for him. He's now Brady's quarterback. Coach. He's his off. Yeah, I know the offensive coordinator. Or offensive coordinator. I know. But it's, it's crazy, so isn't strange. it? Strange. Yeah. Well, but uh, it defies logic what he is doing, and then to think that he's going to keep going. Why and why not? I mean, you know, it's funny about like the decline of an athlete. Usually there are signs. Give me one sign that Brady has slowed down. I cannot do that, Jerry. No, it's it's hard to find. Like it, you know. And I guess when it does happen, it's going to be rapid and it's going to be quick and it's going to be over in a blink. I guess because I don't see a steady decline of anything yet. He's throwing the ball with tremendous velocity. He still sees the field. He has been very fortunate not to get hurt aside from that one year. Like, where is the slowing down coming from? The game, for whatever reason, hasn't gotten too fast for him. It's, it really is. It's remarkable. I love when he throws floaters. Those are my favorite Brady passes. When he kind of leads a guy? Uh, yeah, the touch floater, sure. Jerry. Absolutely. Because it reminds me of my quarterback style, finesse. Finesse. I like the first down throw he threw in Green Bay to the unused wide receiver or tight end that we never heard of before last week. Yeah. That that dart that looked like it was coming like Brett Favre speed. And the guy caught it. You give him a lot oh. of credit. Well, he'll change it. it up, Jerry, but he make no mistake, he will throw a floater touchdown in the Super Bowl. Okay. Is that a prop bet for Al? Yes. Can I um, get a floater touchdown? <laughs> one, uh, 100 to 1 odds of floater touchdown. <laughs> By the way, the main reason I think Boomer sent this yesterday, this 2003 quarterback challenge, is he won the veterans. Uh, nice. The veteran category. 
Did he say anything about my sauna blanket coming in today? He, uh, I, he did not mention. Because I brought the sweatpants and everything. I'm ready to go. Oh, because you don't want to burn your wiener. Uh, well, any part of me, actually. You are any but part. But yeah, that yes. would be terrible. Be bad so, all right, we're just getting started. Five seventeen. Take a break. Uh, the Nets did win last night. Really good game. Beat the Clippers at Barclays Center. So we'll touch on that at some point, maybe even for thirty seconds. And then Al's got more wonderful stories, and we can talk about him some more as he gained headlines yesterday with Maggie Gray. Um, and the Lawrence Taylor interview, by the way, was canceled by I believe LT. So that did not happen. They, they, his people said it had nothing to do. Oh, with Oh, sure, that. knock it off, please. I, I love that line. You had everything to do with it, but whatever. They can say what they want. 517, just getting started, then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, longtime tag team champions. And we do it a cappella, 523, What Do You Say? Wednesday morning, Al Duke's down the Jersey Shore. I'm still trying to find this Deshaun Watson graphic that I can't find in terms of the impact he would have on different teams. So I will continue to effort that. It sounds like a pro football focus type of things. They love a graph. They love statistics. I think They're it statistics kind of guys. But I don't see it. I think it was. But I read it the other day, and that was a couple days ago. So I'm, I'm working on it. I see Jeff Bezos is stepping down as Amazon CEO. Yeah, so at first I'm like, no, wait a minute. It's his company. Where is he going? And then you find out he's stepping down as CEO, but he's keeping his other main role. Do you think they post that job somewhere? I'd love to apply. Yeah, Indeed.com. Indeed.com will yeah. have it. Why don't you uh, check it out? I'll upload my resume. By yes, the way, why did you do that? Just apply to be the program director here or the format captain. What is it called? I've- Sports format captain? Because I feel like uh, being Amazon CEO is easier. Like it, it's already running. You itself, don't know anything about it. You send Could out you you people order. You send out you some packages. Be. Yeah, like it's that easy. <laughs> With fulfillment centers everywhere, yeah. and now pickup locations at Seven Eleven, Wawa. Have you seen these? I ha- yeah, the Amazon lockers. They're called. This is what this is what I don't understand. Help me out with this. All right. The beauty of Amazon Prime. Yes. Is that they deliver for free where? To your doorstep. Why do I want to go out to a convenience store to pick it up? I thought the same thing, Jerry, but um, I did see a reasoning for it. Okay, I'm listening. There are areas of of wherever, in various neighborhoods across the country, there are always pockets of neighborhoods where porch pirates steal packages. And this is a way for you to get your packages without anyone stealing them. So if you're not home a lot... Even with all the cameras now, people yeah, are still doing people this? People are still... Yeah, because everyone wears a mask and a hoodie. Wow. And, uh, yeah, they get away with it. All right. Well, I guess, you know what? Then then if that's going to stop it, then awesome. But it's a little disappointing that I might have to go out and get my... Yeah, I agree. I like it just plus coming what, Plus, what if you're... What if, uh, you know, you're getting things that you don't want your significant other to know you're purchasing? You want it, you don't want those just showing up at the door. They'll well, be like, what'd you get? Why should he or she open it? No, but they might be curious, like, oh, you got oh, a package. Oh, you're being, I get, you're being sneaky now. Yeah, and maybe it's like a marital yeah. aid for yourself. How many of those have you ordered? <laughs> or have you only used the one that you did to do endorse <laughs> in Tampa? <laughs> you know I threw that out, Jerry. But you did use it. I tried it. <laughs> right. <laughs> a silicone version of a female part. <laughs> you were like uh, Clinton in the weed. You tried it. You didn't like it. I didn't inhale. But you did. Um, I did use it. You completely. did exhale. <laughs> I, did, I, I did use it, and then I uh, washed it. And then I just thought, if I ever am killed in a car crash on my way to work, and my parents have to come down and clean out this condo, and that's sitting Your on the poor mom would be on mortified. The, the silicone version S- of a female part. A silicone version of a female part. Which he's playing because <laughs> I received one from a friend for Christmas, <laughs> which he thought was hilarious. Yes, and now upset that we haven't opened it. Right, but I can't throw it out either, hmm. because if 
He has to, so it's just sitting wrapped in plastic. It's wrapped in plastic, right, because in case he says, where is that gift yes, I gave you, you exactly. want to be able to. Jerry, there was big news yesterday, a buzz, the the sports Ooh, world. buzz, no buzz? No, this definitely, there's no no question this was buzz, Jerry, oh. so I'm not going to give you a buzz, no buzz. Uh, maybe for you, for me, you and I, probably not buzz, but I will say that the Twitter world was a buzz, the sports world was a buzz. Are we talking the- about you and Maggie Gray again? <laughs> no. But that was also that very much buzzworthy. Uh, EA Sports, the video game folks, are back in the college football video game world after eight years where they did not produce a college football video game because of licensing and compensation issues. Well, you nailed this. This is a giant no buzz for me. It, but it is same here. But it is big news oh, I get amongst uh, the, the 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 video game and college of football course. fan world. Now, let me ask you this. Do I, I don't know anything about this. I saw it on the show sheet, and I saw one thing on Twitter. So are they going to be using, like, current-day college athletes? I suppose so. So then is that part of them now being paid for their likeness? I believe so, yes. Okay. Well, then that's good then. Yeah, because previously they, they were using teams, uh, colleges, and logos and the numbers of the players, but not using the players' names. Right, exactly. Um, well, and that, so but then, that was also like what Boomer always talked about early on with the NFL guys. Yes, and the trading cards we talk about in the early '80s when they would have the you'd have the player, but no uniforms because that wasn't allowed because of the licensing deal with the league. And then Boomer talking about the video games where you'd have the Cincinnati team and then number seven running around and Boomer looking a left-handed quarterback is, is absurd. Yes, yeah, the the the. Tops football cards from that era were very strange because, like you said, like they didn't have the logos on their helmets. And at first, I thought, well, maybe, like when I when I first was down in Tampa and I was around the Buccaneers and I would see them practicing. A lot of times, they didn't have logos on their helmets right. because they knew that they were going to get all beat up, and they only put the logos on for the games. But then some of those. Uh, football cards like Danny White would be like at the line against the Eagles and With no one had a lo- slate gray <laughs> helmet. It looks so weird. Yeah. So and I never understood that either. What is the story with the Steelers only having it on one side? Do you ever, do you ever find that out? I did Google that once and uh, it had something to do with uh, the, the guy who was first involved with the Steelers way back when only wanted it on one side of the helmet. No, that's simple. That was, yeah, it was just that. that simple. Got it. Interesting. That it was that easy. That must have been so easy for the tops football cards people. They were like, just take a picture of the Steelers yeah. on the other side. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just make sure nothing's a Steelers on the uniform, and we're good. Yeah, Jerry, I want to see what you would do if this situation happened to you. As this is a story that happened in New Jersey, where oh. you, me, and Eddie Scazzeri all reside. All right, cool. A uh, a Jersey man, man. A Jersey, a man from New Jersey, Jerry mistakenly received a package of hockey sticks. I saw. This is awesome. For Washington Capitals star Zdeno Chara. Did I nail that? Future Hall of Famer. Did I say his name correctly? Zdeno Chara, yeah. Zdeno Chara. Yes. Now, if You this have happens, heard of him, yes. Well, here's the thing. If this happened to me, I'd be like, who the heck <laughs> so that's is Zdeno no. Chara and why do I have his <laughs> hockey sticks? Really? Yeah, I do not know who so that is. So if you got a package of hockey yeah. sticks mm-hmm. and they were addressed to Zidane Chara, yeah. you would have no idea who that was. Yeah, here's what I would have done. I would have texted wow. Boomer and said, hey, Boomer, I got some dude's hockey sticks. Ever hear of a guy Zidane Chara? Damn, Al. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to like hockey, but that he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but he's not, he's not like Alex Ovechkin where where his name is. And, and that's Zidane a bad Zidane job. Zidane has played forever. That's a bad job by his marketing team. I know uh, who Alex Ovechkin is. I, I'm a, Alex others. Ovechkin is also on the level of Sidney Crosby. Is one and of I the know top him as well. Three or four players in the league, but Zdeno Chara is that next level. He's still a future Hall of Famer. Wow, I'm, I'm actually I'm surprised. I mean, I know you don't watch a lot, but I am surprised by that. And this uh, shipment, Jerry, came from China. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> okay, Mr. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that, too. I thought that was interesting. I don't know why. Yeah. I thought hockey sticks were made in Canada. It just, Me too. just seemed to make sense. Or yes. here. Yes. China must make the best hockey sticks if future Hall of Famer Zidane Chara's sticks come from there. I, I like the post he put, too. It was pretty funny. The kid who, uh, or the guy who uh, got yeah. these. 
basically, you know, what time's practice? I got these. <laughs> I got this large package of big sticks. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> By the way, that's a great sound drop. You go and I have this large package of big sticks. Uh, great. I mean, can I say now anything? I just, now I just said it. Ay, ay, ay. Yes. Yeah. So those, uh, I would have kept, they, they, that guy, uh, Zidane Achar, should have said, you know what, kid? You keep one. And send the rest back. I agree, and I also—it's it's a shame we're in a pandemic because if you're if you're Chara, you would you would invite the guy to a game. Yes, you know, for because he didn't. Now listen, the, I think it was FedEx. I don't think it was UPS. I think it was FedEx. FedEx yeah, they would have tracked it. They would have ultimately found them, but he could have just played dumb, right, and not done anything. And yes. instead, he reached out. I thought it was very funny. It'd be cool. Like I would like to get a football player's stuff. Have you ever Tom. gotten a mistaken package? Uh, yes. And what have you I done have with it? I have a mistaken package. Um, I, well, a lot of times it, it is at least in my neighborhood, so I will go drive and drop it off. Oh, okay. That's very nice. Yeah, I had – so I moved – it's almost four years ago now. I guess it was three and a half years ago we moved. And so I would always get every week – you'd get the media package of notes I would get from the Cowboys. They would send them to my house for you know the pregame and postgame stuff. And so now they've gone pretty much digital where everything is just online. They send you a file, and you don't have to – you can just print everything. They don't send this stuff out. But when I got to do the two games this year to call play-by-play, in that instance, they sent me the full package of notes and information and blah, 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 blah. But they sent it to my former address. Now, if you go back to last year, they did that also when I did a game. And the people that bought our house were very nice. They they actually just send, returned to sender. He moved. Fine. No big deal. This year, when they sent it to the wrong house, I get the package. I don't know if the guy dropped it off or not or sent it back, whatever, but he put a big note on the thing. The, we bought this house from these people four freaking years ago. Get the right address <laughs> in big letters and marker. And then the best part is they sent it there again when I did the last game. Yeah, Giants. some people just they just don't change addresses. I know, I know. It's just whatever. And I've, I've, we've made the change with them. It's got to be three or four times now. But for whatever reason, you're right. It just hasn't gone through. But I, they had enough of receiving all of my mail in the middle of this uh, pandemic that we're in, Jerry. When there was a shortage of toilet paper, I actually got a case of Scott toilet paper that they dropped off to the wrong address, and you went and delivered it. I went and delivered it. Good for you. You could have sold it on eBay. I could have sold it, Jerry. And uh, I didn't leave a note that said, you're welcome. I delivered this. Because uh, for whatever reason, packages in this neighborhood get dropped off at the wrong places all the time. And most people are very nice and will drop off uh, your package to the proper place. That is very nice. Well done, Al. That's called neighbor- being neighborly, Jerry. And who knew you had that in you? Most to people hate you. <laughs> I will say, I, I knew I had plenty of toilet paper in my basement that I didn't need to toilet paper. Otherwise, you might have thought it. about it. I, I wouldn't have stole it because it's wrong. And I would eventually have to pay for that, Jerry, through something that we call karma. 25 in front of six. Karma will come get you at some point, they say. And Boomer Instant and Geo will come get you at six o'clock. On the fan. Don't go away. Al and Jerry. Two scientists responsible for the COVID-19 vaccine. All right, what's going on? No music again. Here we go. 20 in front of six. You didn't Alec- hear it? No, the last two breaks we have not heard it. Really? No. So you are playing. That's why I said oh, yeah. acapella style. Oh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll have to figure that out. <laughs> yes, figure that out. As we I, are- I did an update to my computer, but it's playing in my ear. It played the first uh, the first break, didn't really? it? No. no oh, no, it didn't. Said, that's no. right. It didn't. That, that was the first hmm. one. Oh, man, I was breaks. rocking out to some good tunes here. Yeah, well, no, we heard silence. Oh, we well, heard that's silence. Interesting. Let me we'll get ready for all seventies hits coming up during the show. Do not play seventies. Where's hits? Seals and Croft? Huh? Neil that's Young on the fan. I heard a Heart of Gold this morning. I've not heard uh, that song in a long time. A yeah, classic, no, it Jerry. is. You know what? But I, I've said this to you a million times, and it, it still bothers me. So on my Spotify, when I Put my music on shuffle. And again, I don't have thousands of songs like a lot of people do. I think I have 600 songs downloaded or liked, whatever it is. When I put it on shuffle, like I heard Neil Young, Heart of Gold this morning, which I downloaded or liked a long time ago when I first got Spotify. I That's the first time I have heard that song in my shuffle rotation in forever. Whereas other songs I've heard dozens of times. Yeah, you have it a shuffle. It makes no problem. sense to me. 
you've mentioned that, that you have some sort of shuffling problem going on. But you have Spotify, you don't. I'm wondering if there's a setting I've screwed up on it. I don't know. Because it just doesn't, like, I don't need to hear James Laid for the 9,000th time when I've got other good songs that are there. I get sp- the, the sponge songs come up nonstop. I don't understand why. It's weird. Very strange. A little weird, wild stuff. I'm trying to play something else, and you're getting nothing, right? No, nothing. This is crazy. No, you've screwed it up. So, Eddie, you are the DJ today, my man. No, no, no. I'm going to get Can you do me a favor, though, Eddie? Can you just mix it up? Like, give us one break where it's so out of your box that we'd like. I'm going to get it fixed, Jerry. Like, make us think that Bob Dwyer did the music one time. Because it's so obvious. Like, Al, you've got your rotation of songs. That yeah, we, my rotation of songs is uh, 913 songs. I no, no, I know that. But there's also there's a sound you have. Like, I can tell when you're doing it. I can tell when Eddie's doing it. And I can tell when Bob's doing it. And here's why. When Bob does it, it's 90s grunge rock nonstop. I love it. I think it's great. When Eddie does it, it's all 70s music. And 70s there's a certain songs. And yeah, there's a certain sound to it as well. And you will go anywhere from something new you heard on 92.3 to something in the 70s, but it's like it's familiar because you've played it before. Mm-hmm. And it's just this, the rotation is obvious. I mix it up, Jerry. Yeah, Thank Al you. and I have a, a, quite a few crossovers. There are crossovers, but if I hear the four hours, it's easy to know who was at the controls. That's all I mean. No, you're, right. you're right. One comeback is one thing, but the whole show, you can totally tell who's doing it. And if Fleeks does it, it's Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Good Lord. What Let else, me check Al? in with uh, on Twitter here. A couple, a couple quick things, updates, Jerry. Uh, Robert Wolf says Steelers had gold helmets when the logo was introduced, and they didn't know how it would look, so they only put it on one side. They had such a good season, they made it permanent. Now, we we know if this is true, or we're taking yeah, Robert's that sounds word right. for it. No, I'm taking uh, Robert's word for it because uh, I believe it is true. Okay. Then uh, Hector Santiago checking in, Jerry. He says there's some rumors that EA Sports is skirting around paying the players by not using player likenesses. Hence the name college football instead so of boy. NCAA football, which they used to call it. Interesting. Hmm. Patrick Mahomes says that his toe, remember he had a turf toe situation? Yeah. Super Bowl coming up. He says his toe is close to 100%. Now, Jerry, you know me well. If I was defensive coordinator Todd Bowles, what would I be telling? You'd be going Buccaneers? after the toe. Yep. That's what I would do. If I was Buccaneers defensive uh, coordinator, Todd Bowles, I'd be, listen, go after his toe. Do not make it obvious, but if you happen to step on his toe, quote-unquote, accidentally, maybe that's good for us. Right. Okay. Because you could accidentally step on someone's toe. You could accidentally smush someone's toe. I think his toe's fine. You think he's going to wear extra toe protection? He might. He might put steel in his Steel toe boot? To protect the toe, Yes. I don't know what the Iran uh, the Iron Sheik the Iranian. To, I was going to say Iranian Sheik, but I don't remember the Iron Sheik used to put something in his boot in the toe area, and what he would do is he'd sometimes like kick it into the ground a little bit, and then when he would deliver the next boot to somebody, it really took effect. So he must was he missed. actually kicking the guy? Oh, definitely. No, seriously, I'm being serious. Yeah, I think he was really kicking him. The Iron Sheik. He was. So a, when did he, they he stop doing guy. all that? No, I think they still do deliver some kicks and things. Because I've always told you the story when I went and watched it first front row. Yeah. I, that's it. when you I stopped watching close. wrestling. I was so disappointed. You were too close to it. I was too close to it, and I saw that none of the punches were landed, none of the kicks landed. Now all the now the physical stuff is what it is. The throw in the bodies and jumbled off the turnbuckle and the yeah. collisions, all that's true. But there was not one punch and there was not one kick that actually landed on human flesh. Hmm. I follow a um, Instagram feed called... A uh, wrestle botch, I think it's called, where, where it, it's guys completely, <laughs> completely miss their moves, and the other guy still reacts to it like he got hit. That sounds fun. That's a fun one. That's like it's a flop in the NBA. Yeah, that's pretty Total good. Flop in the NBA. I like yeah, that. So Patrick Mahomes, maybe he'll wear steel, steel-toed like uh, Timberland boots. He might. That and would he, help. And he can go after uh, JPP. You down with JPP? Yeah, you know me, uh, Jerry. Is this a big deal or not? The Bucks' Devin White, he plays defense. Yeah, made a remark during media week here that uh, could raise eyebrows, as they say, 
Uh, he says, quote, whoever comes up with the biggest play, that person pays the other person $1,000. I I, what does that mean, pays the other person? What does that mean? I think they. what he was trying to say was that the players have a thing where if someone comes up with a huge play, the other players pay that guy $1,000. No, I think that's within the scope of being teammates. Now, if a coach does that, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Or the front office does it, that's Bounty a problem. Team. But I don't know how players having a friendly game or wager amongst one another – now, now that's on the same team, right? We're not talking about hurting yeah. anybody. You're talking about a big play. Same team. I don't. You know what? That's it's hearsay, and I would not. I would not waste too much time on it. All right, you're going to choke it up to hearsay. Well, I'm going to um, choke it up to it's not that big a deal. Okay. And if the NFL makes it a big deal, I think they're wrong. Oh, and this was a big deal, Jerry. The Buccaneers, they're not going to be allowed to fire the cannons. They shouldn't. It's not the. It's their home stadium, but it's supposed to be a neutral site. What if we fired the, the Super cannons? Bowl. What if we fired the cannons for all touchdowns? That would be fair. That would be totally fine. But then that would be weird that the Buccaneers. But it's neutral. That's why it would be okay. Are being fired off for the Chiefs? I understand, but it's a neutral stadium. The Bucks radio guy does that. Fire the cannons. Well, he can still say it. Does he do that on road games? No, he does not because there's no cannons. Oh. I say fire the cannons for every touchdown. Yeah, that would be cool. You've got the ship. Yes. And, and what, what would be cool is, when, is if the Bucks were the only ones to score the touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> what if you did this? You dress the ship up and you put a couple um, Chiefs uh, flags on it as well. And then you're right. Whoever scores a touchdown, fire the cats. Yes. I, like I said, as long as you keep that state. Listen, at the end of the day, it's the Bucks stadium. Yeah. But for the Super Bowl, you keep it as neutral as possible. So anything you do for them, you do for Kansas City. Right. I'm good with that. I actually think it would give... A nice feel to the game too, because right, you got twenty two thousand fans there. It's it'll be mm-hmm. loud, but it's not going to be like it would if there were eighty thousand fans, right? And then now you get a little bit more of a feel in the stadium, a little more atmosphere. Fire the cannons when someone scores a touchdown for both teams. I like it. Fire Why did you cannons, get on that? There's Jerry. still time. It's only uh, Wednesday. All right. Who do you talk well, to? I'll call uh, probably uh, Raj. Hey Raj. Hey hey hey. Jerry Leonard Fournette has a fun nickname for Tom Brady. Now, we heard yesterday uh, LeBron James had a fun nickname for the uh, older fella who was uh, sitting front row yelling at him. He called him uh, a steroid, steroid head and steroid, ranky ass. Steroid head and ranky Old steroid ass. Right, right. Uh, Leonard Fournette's nickname for Tom Brady is old head. Well, he is. Old head. Yeah. A little strange. He's 43. He's a man. In a young man's game. I think old ass would have been better. Old ass. Yeah, I like that better. Old steroid ass. Old head is goofy. You know what I saw yesterday that I totally forgot about? Le'Veon Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, they put him up at the podium. I shouldn't say the podium. On the video conference? Yeah. Why? He's done nothing since being there. He really hasn't. I mean, he had one game where he scored a couple of short touchdowns. But, like, what has he contributed to this team? Yeah, very odd. Well, that was odd when they were getting Le'Veon Bell. Right? Yeah, I they totally agree. have quality running backs, that yeah. guy with the really long name. You almost name I forget. You can almost make the case, and it makes you wonder, if Kansas City grabbed him so another team that they might have had some concern with took him. Yeah. Almost like, we don't need him, but let's just grab him, we'll pay him. He'll be quiet because he's winning, and then we have to deal with seeing him. Right. You forget how young Le'Veon Bell is, too. How old is he? I, I don't young, know. Jerry, I'm going to say 27. Yeah, I feel like he's Would you agree with that? Old. Right. I feel like he's at the end of his career. Le'Veon Bell is, let's see, I know we got to take a break. Le'Veon Bell is 28. Fire the cannons, And I'm with you. I hear Le'Veon Bell. I feel like he's 35. Yeah, I just feel like he's been playing. I feel like he was with the Steelers for nine years. Yeah, not nine years because then he'd be oh. 19. Actually, he'd be younger than that because he's been with the Jets, so he would be 18. Not happening. So, yeah, Le'Veon Bell. Well, whatever. All right, Jer- quick break. Let's yes. take a break now because on the other side, if you could quickly give me a quick rundown of this article, which looks interesting to me. You read it, the Lisa Guerrero article. I do not have to. We're only going to have about 30 seconds when we come back. Oh, There's a lot that goes into that story. Yeah. It's, it's in the New York Post. It is really interesting. I'm going to read it. Read that, and we'll talk about it on the podcast, maybe. All right. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll finish things up, and then we'll get you Boomer and Geo at 6. Right now, the way, Radio.com, Sports Minute. It is Amy Lawrence with more on the great Tom Brady. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. 
Jerry's not there. Where is he? We have all sorts of problems today. You okay, Al? Yeah, I can't hear myself. I, I don't know if my, I got to reset my box or what's going on over reset here. Reset your box, Al. That's oh, what but, I'm talking about. There's by the, Jerry. By the way, uh, Boomer, good yes. news. Uh, Bradley Brew Project and Al's Boring Beer yes. raised $4,000. That is awesome, man. I appreciate it, Al. And tell they, the folks down there at Bradley's Brew Project that I really do appreciate it. You got it. Man, that they, was great. Check is in the mail, they said. They're very right. excited. They were very happy. Uh, everyone uh, who grabbed a Al's Boring Beer cheered to you and your 2003 We're getting performance. the performance. for Hello? Super Bowl yeah, 55 right. as the reigning Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs take on the Tampa thing, Bay Bucks quarterback with challenge. a game right here oh, on the fan. And all this week, this, we're giving uh, away $200 Grubhub <laughs> gift certificates in the 8 a.m., 1 p.m., and 5 p.m. hours.